Mr. Bill O'Reilly. I want to start right at the impeachment with you, uh, and we can get into specifics, but overall, what is your impression? Well, I call it Adam in Wonderland. Um, Adam Schiff has dominated the proceedings. And he's an interesting guy, Adam. He's demanding a fair trial that removes Donald Trump. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right? (laughs) That's not how fair trials work, Bill. (laughs) Yeah, if it doesn't remove him, it's not fair. (laughs) We want a fair trial. And he's talking to the teacup, and he's talking to, you know, all of the Adam in Wonderland characters. Um, So the big story is how Americans are processing this. All right, do they like this? Do they feel that this is beneficial to their lives? Nope. Um, I have to say, I mean, I'm asking everybody that I run into, I mean, we're talking about... Uh, waiters and deli counter people and and uh, mechanics that fix your car. It was, you know, is this good for you? You, you think this is worthy? That's a hundred percent. No, I mean I don't get anybody. Who goes, oh, yeah, this is really good for the nation. It shows we're a vibrant democracy and we're interested in fairness. Um, so I think that once it's over, and I hope that's pretty soon, maybe another 10 days, uh, wipes out, by the way, the Iowa caucus. She just wipes that off the face of the earth. She does. Um, I think that people will say, you know what, we don't want to replay this. We've got to really re-examine who we're going to vote for. So we have, uh, we have members of the House right now, Maxine Waters is one of them, that says, we're going to try him again. We'll do it again. No, that won't happen. I mean, Maxine Waters, come on. Um, that's not going to happen. Once this uh, is over, then it'll be full-time uh, uh, campaign. And the media, which is driving this, if you read my column last week, you know that the media is driving impeachment. That, that It would not have happened without the New York Times-Washington Post signing off on it. That gave Pelosi and Schiff and now their cover, and they were uh, assured of being heroes if they did it, and that's why they did it. But the media is not going to get behind another one. They're going to basically throw all their energies into getting whoever the Democratic nominee is elected. So uh, let me ask let me ask you this. Um, have you ever seen a memo like the one that came out of the Biden campaign that said, get in line, press? Um, it, you are committing uh, journalistic malpractice if you don't debunk every conspiracy theory out there on Joe Biden. And they went in and said, you have to say Every time, it's not enough just to dismiss it. You have to say there is no evidence of any of these things being true when there's plenty of evidence. Have you ever seen a memo like that from a candidate? And what would your, let's say Trump did that and we were both still at Fox News. How do you think Fox News would have responded to that kind of memo? Um. Well, number one, I don't know even why they bother with the memo, because the media is already doing that. Yes. Is there one media operation, hard news operation, No. that is uh, scrutinizing no. uh, Vice President Biden? No. No. Even Fox News, um, basically, they're saying, oh, well, he's this, he's that. But they don't have people over in Ukraine. 
right. hunting around. Right. Yeah, I don't have anybody like that. Nobody's doing that. Um, so I don't. You know, Biden was. He's a very funny guy, Biden. I really get a kick out of him. So he's in Iowa, and and he's got a huge advantage now again because um, everybody's Bernie, off the campaign trail. Yeah, and Warren and Klobuchar doesn't matter, but they're they're you know sipping milk in the uh, Senate. They can't get out. And then Biden and, and Buttigieg running around. I oh yeah, this is great. So one reporter had the temerity, word of the day, Stu, um, <laughs> to ask Biden, hey, um, you know, if you get called, subpoenaed by Republicans in the Senate, are you going to go in there? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, it's a constitutional issue. I go, whoa, wait, wait, isn't that what Trump is saying? Trump says we have executive privilege. We're not going to parade these guys in there. That's ridiculous. Biden's saying exactly the same thing. Exactly. I'm not showing up there. Are you kidding me? I'm vice president. I, I'm not going to uh, violate executive privilege, so uh, forget it. And nobody, of course, reported or picked it up. It's exactly the same thing. So I think at this point, everybody knows this is a hollow exercise. It, nobody's watching it. You see the TV numbers? Oh, awful. And nobody's covering it. ABC, NBC, CBS, no, they're, they're not even... They're not even forcing us to watch it, you know? No, but but NBC, again, very funny. They were, they, MSNBC, the, the commentators are going, some of the Democrats aren't even paying attention to this. Do your job. <laughs> you know, they're sobbing that senators are nodding out. And then uh, who is it that was playing a little game? Oh, Elizabeth Warren apparently was playing a little tic-tac-toe. Uh, well, you know, sheet. Bill, honestly, it, yeah. I would I would be fashioning a noose for myself if I were sitting in the Senate right now. This is what the Democrats have done for 24 hours is made the same case with no new evidence no, over, over and over and over, and right. over again. Oh, and, At some and point, you're like, to... I got it. I got it. You know, if it was Jennifer Aniston doing it, okay, but do I have to look at Nadler for hours? <laughs> no. And it's not Please. just it's not just you, that you've got the spooky creepy eyes with uh, with Adam Schiff and and Jerry Nadler. It is there is nothing interesting. I would chew no. my own arm off to get out. Well, I, I'd like to see that back. Um you chewing your own arm <laughs> well, off. Well, I'd have to be, be a senator. That would be very interesting. Do you think they have the, the you know the old timey rule about the milk and the water just because they knew senators would just be drinking? Uh maybe. I mean the best rule is no electronics. I mean they're they're in detox. Yeah. Um, you know, these feet their thumbs actually move if you watch their hands. Right. There's right. nothing in them but the thumbs move like in in a spasm. Um no, they're torturing you know, McConnell is torturing these senators. And he's saying, I, you know, you, you, this is ridiculous, so we're going to torture you, and so you will do it again. So here's the thing. There is nothing so far that I've heard that would sway anybody either way. You know, if and you, the polls show that. Right. The, uh, Americans say, I, I'm, number one, I think this is boring. And number two, if I'm a Democrat and I hate Trump, I want him out of there, and I don't really care whether there's any evidence. I just want him out. And if I'm a Republican I love Trump, I don't even care if Trump went over there with a baseball bat like uh, Al Capone in The Untouchables and killed everybody. I still love him, and he's not going anywhere. So, so 
So That's how does this how does this end? Do you think that the the Trump lawyers, because I just talked to Ted Cruz a few minutes ago and um, he is looking for a very interesting Saturday and next week when the when the president steps to the plate, um, because he believes that they have the Democrats have opened themselves wide open for all of the stuff uh, that is the president's you know, vindication, all of the corruption that was going on with Burisma and Pravat Bank. All of that stuff looks like it's going to come out next week. But Americans aren't going to pay attention back, even if it does come out. Just as we just said two minutes ago, they don't care. It's if they like Trump, let's get this over with. If I don't like Trump, I don't care what you have. Let's throw them out. So, you know, the people who are really micro involved in this, uh, I guess they'll be excited next week. But it's Super Bowl week. I'm actually going to the game, and that's oh. what people are going to be talking about next week. Yeah, so is Stu. Um, Stu's going to be there. I'll, I'll be there too, Bill. You want to hang out? You want to maybe get grab dinner? Yeah, get... I'll meet you in Orlando, Florida, Stu. Oh, okay, great. Just but, right, yeah. just right there at that place. Just yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll just I'll just wait there for you, and just let yeah, me. Yeah. Okay. Just wait. If I'm a little late, don't get nervous. Okay. Um, <laughs> But anyway, um, I, Beck, I disagree with you. I just don't think there are any headlines coming out of this. I, I don't well, there won't be any headlines. They could. They, they could. They're, just, they're done with it. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. It's there won't be any headlines because the press is not going to report on what was said, and no one is actually watching this thing. So that no. leads me to this question, Bill. Uh, we are in a situation right now that I, I, you know, I've always believed in truth, justice in the American way. And I know we have problems and we've had problems. Uh, I know that injustices have been done in the court system, et cetera, et cetera. But this is the eyes of the world are upon it. Everybody is watching this in a, in a way history is watching this. If this is the kind of lies, deception, corruption that they can get away with, on a on the president of the United States, what chance does the average human being have if you cross these people? This is so obscene, it makes me lose complete faith in justice. Because well, it's not yeah, enough... That's a very interesting thesis. Um, but number one, they're not going to get away with it because no, Donald yes, Trump... Wait, yes what? they are. It's like Jesse Small yet. He can uh, disrupt, he can make all kinds of charges, he can split us apart, and then where's, where's the penalty? Yeah, his career is over, he's done, he's finished. And what I was going to say is they're not going to get away with it because there's a good chance Donald Trump be reelected. Yeah, but... and, and this will play into that. So... But, I but nobody is nobody is paying for it. You know, we have they've wasted I, millions of dollars. A direct, a direct price for it. Yes. And I agree with you that the justice system in the United States uh, no longer exists. Once in a while, you'll get lucky and you'll have a jury that actually listens and a judge that will actually obey the law and go by the tenets of evidence, due process. Once in a while, but the media will never do that again, ever. You're convicted, you're guilty, if they want you to be. And that's what we're witnessing, and that, I think, is the most important story. It, it really is. So how do we survive as a republic if that's not corrected? Because it's, it's basically we're a balkanized country now. We're no longer a united country, and the only thing that would ever bring that back would be a foreign attack on us. 
And we're going to have to, in our the rest of our lifetimes, deal with a country that really is two countries. One country believes that America is noble and always has been, despite slavery and despite mistakes that we've made in our historical past. And the other country believes we're a bunch of of exploiters, white supremacists, all of that. That country doesn't exist. Not, not going to change. Yeah, and that country doesn't last. It just doesn't last. There's no way you can serve two masters like that uh, because not, one is. They're not there yet to control. That's why this coming election is the most vital in our lifetime. And I, I'm hoping, I'm praying that a message will be sent to the radical left and the corrupt media. You okay. lose. Okay, I want to talk to you about that message in Iowa, and uh, because we have the Super Bowl, then we have Iowa, then we have the uh, the State of the Union, all boom, 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 one right after another while the impeachment is going on. So let's talk about politics in one minute. So we really do have a divided nation, but I I am still holding out hope that the there are many Democrats in the middle of the country that may just be tired of all of this. I'm white and I'm really ashamed because I have privilege. I should sit in the back of the bus uh, and everybody is guilty without proof. They, they want to fundamentally transform America into a socialized uh, uh, country. And uh, I think there are a lot of people that are very uncomfortable with the Democratic message as it's coming from these extremists, which is why I think such a weak candidate like Joe Biden is is holding up nationwide. And that's because at least they don't they don't think he's a communist or socialist and they don't think he'll be a radical. Agree. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's uh, Biden's only advantage. And but it's a disadvantage in the sense that the progressive press does not like him, which is why you saw the New York Times endorse Elizabeth Warren. And you just step back from that. Step back from that a minute. You have you have a major corporation. The New York Times sells on the New York Stock Exchange, basically saying to its employees and the and the nation. We want a woman who's going to come in and confiscate private property. We want a woman who does not believe in due process, as we saw in the Kavanaugh hearing. We want a woman who's going to come in here and basically take apart the entire country piece by piece. That's what we want. I mean, it's staggering. It's stunning. Could not have happened four years ago, but it is happening now. But it's a bigger it's bigger than Joe Biden, because Joe Biden is basically a guy who it's going to be demonstrated over the next 10 months is a very corrupt individual. You're going to see that. Now, you can make an argument that President Trump has delved into corruption. You can make an argument for that. Um, but Biden, his corruption is a lot easier to understand his family are all multimillionaires because he was vice president. His corruption also is in the name of the state. What do you mean by that? Um, his corruption, uh, Joe Biden's corruption, is um, is based on him being a U.S. senator, but more so a vice president of the United States. He yeah, turned yeah, his yeah. office, his public office, and our tax money into a ATM machine for his family. 
There's, but he didn't do that really as a senator because he didn't have that kind of juice. Correct. But once he got into being a vice president um, and having a authority worldwide because Obama ceded that, Obama wasn't interested in Ukraine or China. He couldn't care less about either of those things. So he said, you take it, Joe. You go over there. I, I, I'm not going over there. You just do it. And then Biden, whatever, um, allowed. I don't know how much he knew. I'm going to give Biden due process. Um, I don't know how directly involved he was. But certainly he allowed his family to enrich themselves to a point that U.S. Grant would be embarrassed. Now, I know that's an <laughs> oblique reference. Yeah, that's a good one. But, uh, but Grant's brother caused all kinds of trouble because of the exact same thing. Uh, he was running around making all kinds of money because his uh, U.S. was Ulysses was president. So it had been going on for a long time. But in the Biden situation, even Maxine Waters could understand it. And that, I mean, we're breaking it down so Maxine could get it almost immediately. So, And that's going to hurt Biden big time. Okay, so let's talk about Iowa specifically. Yes. We're a week away. We can change. What do you think is, what do you think is happening? The Hawkeye State. People need to understand the Iowa caucus is controlled by the Democratic Party. It is not a statewide vote. Very few people in Iowa actually cast ballots in the caucus. Most of those who do on the Democratic side are radical progressives. So um, Sanders has an advantage. Okay, That's I want to headline. All right, I want to I want to go into that with you and kind of war game what's happening, and then. Also, I'd like to get your opinion on what the president should say in the State of the Union, which is just about a a week away or so. Uh, More with Bill O'Reilly coming up in just a second. Do you remember when you said about the anchor babies that there's nothing you can do about right. it? And I said, yes, there is. Right. And I was right about no, you it. Weren't. No, you are I was it, right on the, the anchor babies. The courts have ruled twice against the anchor baby stuff. You'd have to get a constitutional amendment passed to overturn that. You might be able to do it. You, you might don't be able to have do it, to but do. you just could You don't have to do a constitutional right. I, this amendment. This goes around you and around. You need an act of Congress. <laughs> I don't know how you two are friends, but I like it. You are absolutely, you were absolutely right on that. I don't know when that came from, uh, but Trump has put uh, another rule in uh, to try to stop anchor babies without going through right. for a constitutional amendment. Your thoughts? Well, I'm glad you know I was right when I was telling uh, the candidate, yeah. uh, he was then a candidate, that you just can't blow out um, something in the Constitution. But cleverly, it's, it's pretty clever. He's basically now saying that it's illegal to come to the United States to give birth. If that's your goal, that's illegal. You can do that. It's going to be hard to enforce it, um, and I don't think he's going to there'll be a lot of enforcement going on, but that's what he wants to do. Basically sending a message that he hasn't forgotten about the issue. And by the way, it's a valid issue because it is a con. I mean, people are coming here to get birth. So their kids are American citizens. They're going around the legal immigration process. So I'm not sympathetic to the anchor baby industry, but it is in the constitution. It's what they call a loophole. All right, let me go to, speaking of babies, let me go to Trump is the first president to speak at the big pro, pro-life uh, rally. 
March for Life. Yeah, um, today. Very uh, interesting. Um, if you read the United States of Trump, uh, he was never real interested in this issue. And, and most of his life, he was pro-choice. Now, the conversion to pro-life, I, I can't tell you how that happened. But he knows that his base is primarily pro-life people. But I think it would be wrong and cynical of me to say it's a political play. There, uh, there, have, there are may have thought about the issue and, and says, look, you know, unborn babies need protection, too. So it is a historical thing that's happening today. It'll get no media coverage, as you know. But it is a huge development, at least for those members that believe in in life. All right, let me go to uh, Clinton and Tulsi Gabbard and and her lawsuit against Hillary Clinton. Yeah, it's going nowhere. It's an opinion. She's not going to be able to show damages, Tulsi. You have to do that if you're a famous person. Tulsi's a really interesting person. Um, Keeps herself in the limelight by doing all this. Genuinely despises Hillary Clinton. Really doesn't like her. Just giving her some jazz, giving her a hard time. See, I don't think this is giving her jazz. I think if that was me and I was running and trying to, you know, be president and have credibility, if another candidate came out and said, yeah, they're grooming her and uh, the the uh, the Russians uh, have her on her on their radar and they're helping her right now. That's really damaging, really damaging. She has to show it, though. She has to show, look, this, I lost this amount of votes, and I can prove I did. And yeah. I, you know, she might be able to say she didn't get into the debate. That That's, you know, probably her strongest argument. I just don't, in America's court system, we talked about this in the last segment, very little justice going on. Did Hillary Clinton defame her? Yeah. Yeah. And if we had the British system of litigation, civil litigation, Mrs. Clinton be in trouble. Is this built here in the United States? You can say and do anything to famous people almost and get away with it. Is this bill just about settling scores for Clinton? Because she keeps coming out. She did this Tulsi Gabbard thing, and Gabbard you know, famously endorsed Sanders in the primary. It was a big deal at the time. She's kind of wanted revenge since. Then we have the additional thing where two weeks before Iowa... She's on this documentary talking about how no one likes Bernie Sanders. He's not effective. I mean, is this just about settling 2016 scores? She's an unhappy woman. We all know that. I mean, uh, you know, she just hasn't been able to realize what she wanted to be, which is president of the United States, being a senator from New York, being secretary of state. It wasn't good enough. She had to be president. She's not going to be president. She doesn't like Bill. Uh, she's just not in a good place. And <laughs> so she lashes out. I mean, that's my amateur uh, analysis of her. Uh, the coronavirus. They, this virus in, in China, they have now put, yesterday it was 11 million people. Today I think it's 34 million people and shut them off from the rest of the world. They've just closed these cities down. You can't come yeah. in or out. And in China, you can do that. I mean, they, I they, 
they say you're not coming out of your house, you're not coming out of your house. So there's not, there's not a lot of constitutional rights in China. Right. So what? You know, what, what's like really going on? Thing, I, I, I don't know much about these uh, diseases. It strikes me to be similar to the Ebola virus that some people are going to die, unfortunately, and then it will kind of peter out in a month or so. Um, I hope that, you know, look, these are, these are things that happen in life. Um, they're like disasters. Australia's on fire. Um, you know, and you just, there's nothing anybody can really do about it. One last question on the Australia fires. Stu gave me a stat last week that I could not believe on the Australian fires. Basically, the uh, amount of acreage burned in Australia is actually on the low end of the last 20 years. In fact, it's, I believe, the second lowest year so far uh, over the past 20 years. The difference here is that it's hit more populated areas, which is why people are freaking out about it. But that wouldn't, you know, the populated areas wouldn't indicate an increase because of global warming. Uh, it would be the total acreage that would be the issue there, which obviously is, is and, not showing up. And the media has made it seem as though this is the biggest fire of all time. Uh, and I mean, the, the things have been crazy to see it. And you just got this impression that the entire country burned down. It's the second lowest acreage fire in 20 years. That's interesting, Stu. I did not know that. Good work. Thank you. Um, Thank you. You know, what I was, what caught my eye was Beck went to Australia, and then as soon as he came back, everything went to hell. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, man, I left that cigarette smoldering there in the ashtray. Yeah, and... I mean, that, that, that's what caught my eye. Yeah. Look, any, any excuse to promote global warming and climate change, um, the left media is going to use. It's simple as that. So here in New York, where I am, we've had a very benign winter. Um, no major small snowfalls in December and January. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, this is kind of good for us up here because when it snows, it's crazy. And and you wanted to, I want to get into the um, to the State of the Union. You wanted to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to predict that the president is going to open the State of the Union with a very simple message to the American people. The call he made to Ukraine was perfect. (laughs) I I think we can all assume somewhere in that address those words will be spoken. I I I would not bet against that, Bill. I would not. I'm you know I'm going. I want to see. This is going to be amazing because the trial is either going to continue to be going on or going to dump it. Yeah, yeah, McConnell's going to get out of it. You wait and see. Even nobody can stand it anymore. I mean, nobody. So I'm I'm predicting that. I don't know the time frame, but uh, you know, it's they'll suspend it or they'll take a break or they'll all go to Club Med or something will happen. <laughs> I, and they just can't do it anymore. Uh, I and think. By it's... the way, by the way, I got invited to analyze the State of the Union on the Blaze. Ooh, was yeah. that a mistake or did you guys do that? On <laughs> no, Blaze? I've been I've been pushing for that. I. I'd like to have your uh, your analysis on the blaze uh, for for all of the uh, for all of the the big nights this year. Are you willing to do wow. it? Yeah, we do can. You guys we, have a lot of money. 
Um, well, well, we can, well, let's discuss details at our Super Bowl <laughs> dinner in Orlando. <laughs> what I'm going to do, I'm going to do the State of the Union gratis. I'm, I'm going to do it free. Ooh, really? Are you going to wait? So you're going to be in Washington or in New York? I'm going to be in New York. Okay. No, well, I'm going to be in Washington. I, I would have loved to see you. Here. Yeah, I, I uh, all right, Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. That's great news to hear. Thank you so much, Bill. God bless. All right, guys. Always, right. A fun, always fun. You bet. I will tell you, this is, this is reason number one why more and more Americans are starting to say, uh, I, I'm very uncomfortable with what's happening in Washington with the, with the progressives and the Democratic Socialists. Let me play Piers Morgan defending himself after a petition tried to get him fired. Listen to this. One of them, the gender lobby group, which is highly abusive. It wants everybody that they don't agree with to be fired, cancelled, destroyed, and everything else. And I say, what is wrong with debate? You and I came on and we debated it on here, right? Yeah. I actually learned a bit from you, and perhaps you learned a bit from me, and maybe you didn't. But your response to a good-natured debate on that is to now come back on and demand I well, get fired because we only want people sitting here that you agree with. And I say that most people, most people, mm. and I say this with respect to you, most people think the concept of 100 genders is utter nonsense. Yeah. Oh. And if it takes me to say on television, get away from this, this ridiculous control freakery stuff yeah. that no one's allowed to challenge it. If it's to me that says that, I'm going to say it. And you're not going to stop me. And you're not going to get me fired. And what you're not. That- Here's what's amazing. Do you remember he was the darling of the left? <laughs> I mean, he was, on, uh, he was on CNN. Everybody loved him on the left. He could do no wrong. He was the champion. Now, there's not enough he can do. Now, if he disagrees on one thing, and he makes a really good point here. You know, most people think that's nonsense. So now you're going to just shut down the debate? You've got to convince people. You can't just shut, You can't just say it's true and then shut it down. That's uh, exactly what the ancient church was doing to scientists. That's, that's why we have tenure in universities. It's not tenure for what they were using it for now. It's, it's tenure to be able to say the uncomfortable things to get people to think and to be able to explore. You say this is science, but it's not science. You say this is science. And yet you're shutting down any kind of inquiry. It doesn't make sense. Who's the science denier? I'm, I'm fascinated by that. Just how these arguments keep bumping into each other. You mentioned the uh, the issue with the anchor babies here mm-hmm. in the United States, where yeah. they're saying um, uh, Trump administration's giving new uh, uh, encouragement to say if you see someone who's I don't know eight and a half months pregnant and they're suddenly coming over here with a with a couple big suitcases. Maybe say, ah, you know what, we're not going to let you in because it's possible they're part of this uh, birth tourism thing, which is a big problem. So um, one of the arguments by the ACLU is to say that this is only this is unfair because you're putting new restrictions only on women. Okay, because only women can come over here. Uh, if a man comes over here, for example, and says, I'm going to go over and spread my seed to women oh, all no, over the country. No. 
Th- no. th- then that's totally fine. But you're saying you're only going to stop women. That's wrong because you can't stop one gender. It's not equal rights. You can't stop one gender because only women can be pregnant. Oh, no, no. no. Wait a minute. No. I was told very specifically that men are having babies all over the place. That's in the news almost every day. And in fact, when I say, you know what, that's not a man having a baby. It's actually a woman having a baby who wants you to call her a man. You call me a hate monger and say I should be thrown off the air. So which one is it? Uh, is it? Are we targeting women with these new policies? Or, I don't know, can men not have babies? Because you can't have both of those things. I, if I were Donald Trump, I would respond quickly with, we will stop any man that is coming across this border pregnant. <laughs> we will stop any and every man. <laughs> I would just just play into done. it. Lead just him right done. into it. Lead him right into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a problem with that? Well, I'm sorry, it's not specific enough. I'm just going to go ahead and let everybody know. Any man, the first man that comes over the border pregnant, he's got to be turned around as well. Don't think we're going to have a lot of problems or issues with that one, but yeah. just so you're consistent. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right, coming up in uh, just a minute, uh, something that has been driving Stu out uh, of his mind all day, and I've made him wait uh, just for a perverse pleasure for me, really. <laughs> um, it is the timeline that the New York Times and also the impeachment process yesterday the house lined out this timeline well this timeline they said it's all here just have to look at the timeline well they're right except their timeline doesn't work you know with the facts and we're going to lay out the timeline and uh, and just show you what's really what's really going on on that timeline in a minute you're listening to glenn beck 